Welcome to episode 16 of Hair Biz Radio with your hosts, Zakira and Mikey. Oh, today is Friday. Happy Friday. 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 I actually saw that on my Insta stories. One of those little things you can put on the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, so what's been going on this week, Mikey? This week we have been rocking. We're getting organized. Yesterday I went over to the new private label extensions location. Oh, Three yeah. levels of greatness here. This thing is going to be baller. Uh, probably one of the nicer hair extensions locations probably in the u.s honestly i mean we're we're going all out with this thing uh three levels over four thousand square feet it's going to be beautiful they're running the wires for the person that records this hd she's going to be excited because we're building her a studio (laughs) so we were there yesterday and you know they put you know it's rough so there's no sheetrock or anything yet so there's outlets they're running all the outlets throughout the whole building and i go to the studio area and i'm like wait a second guys we need outlets up here because we're actually going to have the studio lights up high so right now we have them kind of all over the place on these tripods like normal people do it. We're not normal. <laughs> we want that real studio look. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Just, you know, chugging away with private label extensions. The Indian Body Wave has been a huge hit. That's mm-hmm. our newest product. Oh yeah, that hair is amazing. That hair is amazing. They're working on the Swiss lace translucent uh, or transparent, I should say, uh, closures and frontals. I know everyone's excited about those. Just working on the products, getting us continue organized, growing the team. Oh, um, yeah, you know, we met, we had lunch with Megs yesterday. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, we're bringing Megs on as the full time creative content manager. Um, so she's going to be bringing some fresh new ideas for the brand. We're just going to be killing it this year. Yeah, we're we're on fire this year, and that's kind of going to be the segue for our topic today of selling hair extensions online. But what else? What else happened with you? Uh, this week, this week has been pretty like a chill week for me. We yeah. gotta we gotta fix that. <laughs> I need to be on 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 uh, on. Not chill, but like you know, just nothing too crazy this week. Nothing too crazy this. I week. think our organization level it's it's tough, right? As a business grows, it's like you get it organized. And then it grows and it grows past your organization level. Yeah. And then you got to catch up your organization and then it and it's this continual kind of scale. Yeah. And well, I love how organized we're getting. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, Definitely. compared to, you know, a year 2014 ago. Or oh, 2014. 20. Oh, my God. It was just kind of, but you're just starting out and you yeah. learn and we're just obsessed learn. with learning. So hmm. that way. That way. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump into the podcast topic for today. Okay. So today we thought about talking about um, 10 ways to grow your hair extension business online. So we get this question a lot in the Start a Hair Business group. If you're not a part of the Start Start a Hair Business group, you need to be in there. There's over 9,000 people, almost 10,000 people um, who are all about hair, all about business, all about the industry. And they're like supporters of each other. It's so fresh to, you know, be able to have a group where people support each other, people help each other. Um, and then we give tons of information regarding the hair industry and the hair business, business as well. So we're going to talk about today 10 ways that you can increase your sales online. And if you are one of the people who says, I'm not making any hair sales online, if you're not doing any of these 10 things, you should not be complaining about not getting hair sales. 
Exactly. I'm going to start off with number one. But before I start off with number one, a little bit more about this Facebook group. What I love about it is we manage it. And even inside the group, we get messages if people try to post spam or crazy comments, this, that, the other. And people are starting to realize something that I have. And it's called the block finger. And I will, <laughs> I will block people so fast. You just, you put some spam in this group, try to sell something crazy. Nope, it's not about that. Clear rules about education, support. We own the group and we sell hair extensions and we don't even try to sell in this group. So you can't either. So, so segueing into that, let's talk about how to sell more, just not in our group. Okay. <laughs> So number one is real simple, offering coupons. Offering coupons is a great incentive to get people that are just not sure if they want to buy hair extensions and make sure that you have a expire date with your coupon because that creates a sense of urgency, okay? Real important to have that expire date because if you have something a month long, People are saying, oh, I have all month to order my hair extensions. That's not going to work. Don't make it more than, say, a week. Make it in time for a holiday. Okay, so Valentine's Day is coming up. Make sure your coupon, your Valentine's Day coupon, is the week before the week of Valentine's because people are looking the That's week good. before yeah. the week mm -hmm. to buy their hair, to have it delivered, and then have it sewn in or a wig or whatever, clip-ins and have their hair done. So start thinking about coupons. There's all types of coupons. You can do a percentage off. You can say, hey, spend $100 and get $10 off, which would technically be if they spent $100, that'd be 10%. But if they spent $200, you're only giving a 5% discount. So you're still giving that discount, but it really helps. So there's different ways you can do coupons, but offering them not all the time, but, you know, as a retailer, which most of our listeners are retailers of hair extensions, you know, every month or a special occasion mm -hmm. or something like that, go with the flow. Yeah, definitely. To add to the coupons, um, I know for me, I get, I'm on like tons of clothing websites, email lists. And every time I get an email in my mailbox, like my mind straightly, straight goes to like, oh my God, 20% off. Like I need to go buy, 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 buy. Of course, I'm a little more disciplined with finances now, but it, makes me want to go buy stuff. So when you um, create those coupons for your customers, um, that's a really good thing. And that's a great segue into the second one, which is collect emails. So I get emails all the time from different companies talking about new products, talking about uh, coupons, sales that they have going on. And it really tunes me into the company itself and all the products that they have. Um, so creating emails also helps sales because let's just be honest, social media may not be around for forever. So you may have like this booming Instagram account with over 100,000 followers, but those followers may not be converting sales. Um, a lot of followers doesn't always mean a lot of sales. So what you want to do is start creating an email list because email marketing is still very relevant um, in 2018. Now, we have done it. We've used it. Uh, we have a ton of our emails literally print money, money. <laughs> so, sure. um, so it's definitely important to collect emails. One way that I use that works for me to collect emails a large amount at one time is adding value. So you want to stick with the 80-20 rule, 80% 80 
content value 20% sales. So um, if you create an email that gives a ton of knowledge, that 80% and then say, okay, hey, click here, you can learn more about this and then it may go to a product. But for me, what I've done is I started creating eBooks, something free that people can download in hair extension case, you could do 10 ways to wash your hair extensions or like five ways to create natural hair mass at home for your hair extensions or how long should hair extensions last. Something that will add value to people who are gonna be interested because they're buying your product. So if you just create a free ebook, doesn't have to be long, maybe five pages, if that, and then put it out for people to actually uh, subscribe to your newsletter, and then you'll start getting emails like that. So once you create that email list, build your email list, then you'll be able to start sending out emails on a weekly or biweekly basis, um, and then people will be more prone to buy because they feel a part of the brand. Correct. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Emails are just incredible. So collect, start building your list, and you start. Everyone starts with one one email, and it grows from there. A platform we use and recommend is Mailchimp. Yeah, uh, you can have up to two thousand subscribers for free. So there's no excuse. You can't say, "Oh, I don't have the budget for this." It's, it's free. free with Mailchimp, yeah. and then once you get to two thousand subscribers and you have to start paying, that email list will be making you money by then. You will be happy and proud to pay because you're like, I made it. <laughs> I can finally pay because my email list is getting us more sales and the hair extensions are now selling. Yeah, and, and they also, um, MailChimp also has something called automation um, and it's free now. You used to have to pay for it, but now it's totally free. So you could set up automation emails. So if someone purchases a product, you have an email going to them. Um, if someone puts a product in their cart and they don't necessarily buy it, you can send an email out to them. Hey, you forgot something. And it's a the conversion rate for that is pretty high. Yeah, it's and it's automated. Once you set it up, it's yeah. not a set it, forget it, because you do have to look back and see, right. is this working? Do I need to change the verbiage or other kind of things? But for the most part, once you set it up, it just, those things run. I mean, we have email, our, we have a very advanced email sequence because we have so much interaction mm-hmm. on our private label extensions website. So, but I can look at the detailed numbers and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. So number three is offer free shipping. As a retailer, you have higher margins than a wholesaler like private label extensions, although we do now offer free shipping. I'll get into that. Offer free shipping over a certain amount. You might not want to do this right away, or maybe you do. Pick what your threshold is because you have to build your cost of shipping into the product price. So if I'll give you an example with private label extensions, I was looking at some of the sales lately. And we had free shipping on orders $500 or more. It sounds kind of high, but our average order value is generally pretty high because we're wholesale and people buy a lot of bundles. But I said, you know what? There's sometimes where people will order just the sample bundles. What can I do to get them to order more sample bundles and then also be better for our clientele? So I dropped the shipping free shipping uh, number down to 300 So it's at the $300 threshold now. And I started analyzing all our sales. And I can do this pretty quickly because fortunately we get a lot of sales. If you're just starting out, it might take a little while, but that's okay. Everyone just starts out somewhere. And I noticed we started getting a lot of those sales that would normally be in the two to say 250 range. They're now over 300 because everybody wants free Free shipping. shipping. Yes. 
So free shipping is a great way to increase your average order size. And you're like, oh, I don't want to give away the, you know, the six bucks or seven dollars I charge for shipping. You'll make it up in the extra hundred dollars that you're selling by increasing the amount that people need to purchase on your website. Yeah. So someone might buy three bundles and they're not sure if they want a closure or a frontal. But then next thing you know, maybe they don't. And they buy a bunch of lashes and edge control just to get over that threshold that you have set for free shipping. Yeah, definitely. Free shipping. I love free shipping. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't love free shipping? It's hard to compete with someone like Amazon Prime that's free shipping over $25. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just Amazon such a big company. But you can do what you can do. I mean, that's really it. So, But it's just one thing that everyone should offer, even if it's a high amount still at least offer free shipping. Yeah. So the next one um, that will help you increase your sales online is you need to be a walking billboard, okay? No one wants to buy a product that the person selling it hasn't tested out or is not wearing. I would not want to buy hair from anyone that does not wear their own hair at all. I just wouldn't. <laughs> I don't understand how some people want to sell hair. And okay, I'm an example because sometimes guys are like, hey, I'm a guy, can I sell hair? I'm a guy. I sell a little bit of hair. <laughs> so yes, you can sell hair as a guy. I don't personally obviously wear the hair, but if you are selling hair and you're a woman that wears hair, I never understood how they don't wear the hair they sell because the people we know and the people I talk to and you know we talk to a lot of the clients that sell, it's amazing that they're just be walking around and women come up to them mm -hmm. and they're just like, oh my God, where did you get this hair? Where yep. did you get this hair? And it sparks the conversation. I, I mentioned in another podcast, this one client sells so many wigs because she wears her one wig to church. And now every week she's coming she gets to people. <laughs> she's getting people to buy these wigs because it just looks so good on her. So if you can wear the hair, Wear the hair. Yeah, definitely. And then also when it comes to online, like if you're on social media, you have a social you have social media platforms, wearing your hair when you take pictures and tagging your hair company or you know just simply saying loving my hair from my brand da 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 da. People are going to ask, "Oh my god, that hair is so beautiful. Where'd you get it from?" "Oh, glad you asked. The link is in my bio." Um, and then use this free coupon. Um, and then if you order this much, you'll get free shipping. Like it all just goes hand in hand. So you should definitely be a walking billboard for your brand. For sure. So let's get into the next one is have hair on hand. Now, I know we're talking about selling hair extensions online. Yes, but it always helps to have at least a few bundles on hand. If you're just starting out, of course, you're probably not going to be able to have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of hair. That's okay. Have at least a couple bundles on hand so you can show what people can purchase online. I don't know about you, but there's been times where you know I went to Best Buy and looked at a camera and then ended up buying it on Amazon or another yeah, store yeah. online, mm -hmm. but I just had to go see it. People a lot of times just like to see it, they touch it. So having just a few bundles, and don't always just get like a 10-inch because it's cheaper. Invest a little bit more. Get maybe, say, a 16 or 18-inch so people can really see the curl pattern. If it's a kinky curly, they can kind of see the curls, a loose wave, see that nice spiral curl, a body wave, that S pattern. You can see it in those longer lengths. Now, you don't need to get a 28-inch of everything. Yeah, no. 
but at least maybe go for an 18, have a couple bundles on hand, bring them around with you, leave them in the trunk of your car, because if you're that walking billboard, someone say, oh, wow, I wonder what a bundle looks like. Well, you know what? I just happen to have a few you can look at in my car, and I have my cards there, or you have my cards, and here you go, and it kind of sparks the conversation a little bit, and people feel a little bit better if they see that you at least have a couple bundles on hand. Definitely, definitely. Um, so let's get into the next one. The next one is giveaways. So it's a little tricky with giveaways, but I've seen this work before. So you'll have a company and they may be giving away, let's just say hair extensions. Uh, we've done it before, giveaway like maybe a 14, 16, 18. But before you are able to win, you have to repost the flyer. You have to be following the hair company. If you're doing it with someone else, you need to be following them. And then you also maybe need to um, review a blog or do whatever it is that the company wants you to do. But then you get people who enter into the contest. And sometimes it's a lot of people who want to win free hair. Of course. So they post on their pages and some of them may have thousands and thousands of followers. So then all their viewers get to see your company. And seven times out of 10, you'll get at least one sale from the giveaway. At minimum, minimum one sale. So I think when you do give away, if you're giving away free product, um, more people, it increases brand awareness. So increasing brand awareness can essentially increase sales. For sure. The next one is educate yourself. So there's so many different aspects of selling online, and you have to kind of break down these different aspects and they make them different lanes. So when we just talked earlier about email marketing, you have to say, okay, I want to do email marketing. It's way more than just creating a newsletter and sending it out, the same thing all the time. Research how to be great at email marketing. You will learn so much, you won't believe that what these big companies can do, stuff that we do, it really makes the difference between make or break with some of these things working. So it's really important to start breaking down the different portions of your business and really educate yourself. That's one of the reasons why in the Start a Hair Business group, you know, we have all these blog posts, we put them in the group, people are reading. The interaction over the last week has been real great and people oh, are yeah. saying, I'm learning so much, I feel so much better. And it's not just learning about how to do the marketing, it's also learning about the products, how to take care of products, because I can tell you the difference when you're trying to sell the products. If you know what you're talking about, people are gonna be a lot more confident in buying from you. Yeah. So when I get in a conversation with someone about hair extensions, first they're gonna look at me like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but they're quickly mistaken, and then they're surprised, and they're like, wow, this, is, this guy is really serious about hair yeah. and really knowledgeable. Now they feel much more comfortable working with our company because they know how deadly serious we are about this. And that really comes down to focusing on education. And online, there's so much education out there. There's no excuse. There's podcasts like this. And then there's, of course, other podcasts. So when you're driving, instead of listening to the same seven songs on the radio, yeah. <laughs> you should be listening to Hair Biz Radio and other podcasts, learn about marketing, about starting business, entrepreneurship, all this information. There's never been a better time to educate yourself than right now, and there's so much free education out there, 
So you really have no excuse. Yeah. A prime example is you. I think before you got in the hair industry, you knew not much about hair extensions. Nothing. And Mikey doesn't wear hair extensions, so he took the time. He's a big product guy, so he took the time to learn the products, to understand the origin. Literally from A to Z, everything about hair extensions. And I think he's more knowledgeable than some stylists or hair educators that are out right now. <laughs> I'll be honest, way more than most people because I am so humble yourself. <laughs> uh, no, it's just it's I am crazy about so many aspects of this business. Yeah. And when new stuff comes in and the way we test it and the way I look at it and just we go through the stuff. I mean, the employees that wear hair even look at me like, what is Mikey doing? <laughs> you know, but I really go to that extreme because it's so important for us to offer the best products at the best prices for our clients. So when they're selling it to retail to their clients, you know, most people are going to be happy. It's impossible, honestly, in the hair industry to make everybody happy. It's just one of these things. You're eventually going to get a complaint or something, whether it was the hair or, you know, someone was <laughs> trying to color hair and they walked away and they had all this color on it and it was just <laughs> frying the hair and they were on the phone talking to their sister. And next thing you know, the hair's ruined, but then it's the hair company's fault now. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Have your policies and procedures in place to help limit any losses with these kind of situations. Definitely. Um, so the next one we're going to get into is influencer marketing, which is one of my favorites. Um, so we actually use a company called Beauty Cloud. Um, and what they do is it's an influencer marketing platform and they connect brands like us with uh, influencers, all different types of influencers, influencers with hundreds of thousands of followers, influencers with a couple thousand followers, blogs. It really just depends, but it's a really good platform to use for beauty, fashion, um, and hair as well. So we use them a lot. Um, but another thing with influencer marketing is I've seen some people say in the hair extension group that, you know, I don't have the budget for influencer marketing. A lot of these people are expensive. Um, but what happens is when you start looking for influencers to market your brand, a lot of people try to shoot to the top for the people with like a million followers or 100,000 followers. And it's okay to get several low level, we'll just say low level influencers who have maybe three to 7,000 or, you know, minimum, um, minimum 3,000, maybe like three to 9,000 followers. If you get a ton of those and just give them like product, lashes, edge control, maybe you don't have the funds to do hair extensions now, but you're selling lashes and edge control. If you just give 10 of the low level influencers product, you know, that'll still increase your brand awareness because they still have quality followers as well. Um, so if you don't have the budget for high level um, influencers, utilize the smaller ones. It's okay. That's where we started off. <laughs> for sure. The micro influencers, which yeah. is kind of the term for 10,000, around 10,000, a little over, a little under, they can be really powerful mm -hmm. because they have their 10,000 following are real followers. Sometimes you'll see when people get so big, they get it gets so far out of your target market mm -hmm. that they really don't have as much of an impact as you might think. So working with micro-influencers in 2018, I think is going to be really big. And you know whether you use Beauty Clout or other influencer marketing platforms, the great thing about that we like about the platforms is Generally, if you have to pay something, even if it's $25, or if you work with a big influencer and it's $500, the money generally goes into an escrow account sent by the brand. Mm -hmm. And then after the influencer performs the work, then they say, okay, they let us know. 
hey, we finished the work. And I say, okay, you did finish the work. And I click a little button and it releases the funds to the influencer. Because sometimes I don't really feel comfortable about, say, sending someone hundreds of dollars in hair and say $500 and then wonder if they're going to get it done or how fast. (laughs) They have the incentive to get it done on the deadline because they don't have the money yet. And money talks. It really does. (laughs) Definitely. Um, So the last one, number 10. Don't forget number nine for me. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Number (laughs) nine, one of my favorites is write blog posts. Okay. So we had Sherman on from Life Marketing in a couple episodes ago, and he broke down some of the real numbers. That was a really great episode. That was a really great (laughs) episode. If you want to learn more about hair extension marketing, go to episode, I think it was 11. And Sherman, Life Marketing was just fantastic. But blogging is a great way to connect with your customers. It lets them know that you are there. Everyone asks, well, how many times do I need a blog? And I usually tell people that are just starting out, just do one post a week. Would you get more impact if you did seven posts a week? Yes, but just start with one blog post. Seven quality. Right. (laughs) No fluff. No fluff. So if you just start with one a week, if you can do that for a few weeks, then go up to two blog posts a week. Okay, this can get time consuming, so you might want to get friends or family or other people to help with this. Okay, so we have a content team that helps us as well. Go from there, because if you say, I'm gung-ho, I'm going for this, and I'm going to do a (laughs) blog post every single day, you're setting yourself up for failure. Oh, yeah. In any business, you have to take the steps. And you have to accept the process. You have to get one post a week before you can really get seven posts a week. It's just a process. If you want to do one this week and two next week, and that's fine. It's a time commitment, though. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you really understand this. But it is proven that you will sell more online if you have blog posts. So this is a proven statistic. If you want to sell on more, sell more online. You have to start blogging, and it can be tons of subjects, hair care, you know, installed product with, you worked with this company, or this, that, the other. There's there's thousands and thousands of topics you can talk about. You can go on forever talking about hair and beauty. Yeah, for sure. When you start off, make sure you're focused, though, on what your area is. So if you're a hair company strictly... Don't start writing a bunch of things about, you know, cosmetics and this and clothing, this, that, the other. Stick to hair for a while because you want to let Google know what you're really about. So stay focused. Once you get a lot bigger, you can start branching out because eventually you will start running out of topics to be creative about. But in the beginning, if it's hair, lashes, and edge control, like a lot of our clients, focus on those and you're going to do a lot better in search. Definitely. Um, I love the whole idea of blog writing and I don't write much, but (laughs) I like the idea of it. Um, And it's been going really good. So shout out to our content team. Yeah, content team. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So the last one, 
the last one, right? We're on number 10. Yeah, number okay. 10. Number, number 10. 10. Okay, so the last one is B2B marketing, which is business to business marketing. And I think a lot of times uh, people shy away from this because they don't understand the power of B2B marketing. Of course, you wouldn't do B2B marketing with your competitors, but you would find a company that complements yours. So for instance, we sell hair extensions. So it would be beneficial for us to team up with someone that does makeup maybe. Or you can find different companies that complement whatever your business is Um, but if you get with somebody who does makeup and they have like a tremendous amount of clients and you just do cross marketing so maybe when people buy hair extensions from you you know they get maybe ten dollars off their makeup service or when they buy um, a makeup service from whoever you're partnering with then they maybe get free shipping on hair extensions Um, and then you can come together and maybe do a makeover hey if you get if you buy three bundles and get a sew-in with an hair with a hairstylist then um you know, you'll get a certain percentage off the hair, something like that. But doing B2B marketing works a lot because then you reach another audience that are technically looking for the same thing that you have to offer. For sure. Think about all these photo shoots and everything going on. So let's just say it's a lipstick line. Yeah. Okay. The lipstick line, when they're doing the photo shoot, photo shoots generally include hair extensions, whether it's any race, right? So women just don't naturally have this luxurious, crazy, full hair out to here, what you see (laughs) in these photo shoots. So you can do something with, say, a lipstick line. Hey, let's collab. You guys can maybe either share costs or maybe it's just a lipstick line and they reach out and say, hey, do you want to sponsor this? And then if you're going to give them hair extensions or something of value, make sure you get something back in return. So come up with ideas, say, Hey, I'll do this, but make sure that you tag us in when you post these photos in social media. If you write a newsletter talking about maybe you did a photo shoot for a new product line, can you include our company in the newsletter? Maybe in the bottom say, hey, if you love the hair, check out XYZ company name, links over to your website. Think about the different ways that you can really maximize this collaboration so you can both win. Because giving out hair extensions all the time, it gets really, really expensive. expensive. (laughs) Yeah, we understand that. So you have to think of, okay, I'm going to do this. How can I maximize it? You don't necessarily have to have some crazy contract, just something in an email with expectations, because what you don't want to do is just send it out, the photo shoot, all this stuff happens. And and then you say, hey, can you include me in your email? Can you put me in the social media? Can you do this? Can you do that? And the company's going to be like, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, (laughs) I just asked for hair. (laughs) Yeah, I just asked for hair. Don't set yourself up for failure with this. Make sure you have everything set up ahead of time. Right. And your campaign will be much more successful. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I think that these were really great, great increasing sales tips. I, definitely. For I sure. mean, they work for us. We we use them and they work for us. For These are proven tips that you can act on immediately and start working on. Okay, so... Start writing these down. We'll have the show notes at hairbizradio.com. We'll have the list. I'll maybe even put it in a downloadable checklist. Oh, that, that would, would be, be nice. Yeah. And you're going to give me your email when you do so. See? Mm-hmm. Number two, collecting Num- There emails. you go. <laughs> so that's how we do it. You'll notice, like, you can watch some of the stuff we do, and you'll be like, hey, I can do that too. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. You know, do it. And it works. You'll see. And it's easy. A lot of this stuff is easy to do. You don't have to have, like, a ton of money to do it. No, for sure. You know, the emails, the 
the free shipping's not going to cost you anything because you're going to get an order when someone orders and gets the free shipping. So yeah. yeah, these are action items that you need to start taking today and getting your hair business selling. Selling, making money, 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 money. <laughs> yeah. So um, thanks for joining us today, guys. We really appreciate you. Um, shout out to everybody who's been listening since episode one. I know. <laughs> we're We've on been, 16. We're on 16. We're on a roll. We're going to be doing our two episodes a week throughout the year. We're going to stay consistent. We fell off a little bit in December, but we are back and we are excited to give you guys all this valuable information for your hair company. We're going to have awesome guest interviews. Oh, yeah, definitely. So hopefully this year we have someone you like. If you think you would be a great guest for Hair Biz Radio, let us know. Contact at hairbizradio.com. You can shoot us an email. And make sure you subscribe. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And until next time.